for Pembrokeshire. There have been 90 more cases of coronavirus reported in the Heweldar Health Board area yesterday and 11 more deaths. Figures released by Public Health Wales reveal a further 50 cases in Carmarthenshire, 17 in Ceredigion and 23 in Pembrokeshire. The total amount of cases reported in Wales since the pandemic began stands at 180,161. In Wales as a whole, 1,172 new cases were reported yesterday. There have been a further 48 coronavirus-related deaths reported in Wales yesterday, bringing the total amount of deaths in Wales since the pandemic began to 4,274. Dr Ellery Davies, Incident Director for the COVID-19 Outbreak Response at Public Health Wales, said the number of positive coronavirus cases remains extremely high in Wales and is a cause for serious concern due to the impact on NHS Wales services. All of Wales remains in lockdown. We ask that the public adopts the same mindset for this lockdown as they did in March 2020. We understand that people are fatigued, but because the new, more infectious variant of coronavirus is circulating across Wales, it is vital that we all keep to the lockdown restrictions and do not meet other people. Public Health Wales is working with UK partners to investigate and respond to the new variant of coronavirus identified in Wales. The new variant is easier to spread and the public should remain highly vigilant in measures to prevent transmission, including maintaining social distancing, regularly hand washing and wearing of face coverings. Though the new variant is more infectious, there is no evidence that it leads to more severe disease. If you or a member of your household develop a cough, fever or change in sense of taste or smell, you must self-isolate immediately and book a free coronavirus test by calling 119. A Clinderwin driver must pay nearly £350 for not having a registration plate on his car and trailer at Newcastle Emlyn. Ryan Jack Cole of Clinderwin was driving on October 8th when there was no registration plate fixed to the rear of the vehicle and trailer. The charge against him was proved under the single justice procedure in his absence at Llanetli Magistrates Court. They fined the 21-year-old £220 along with £90 prosecution costs and a £34 victim. Surcharge. The First Minister confirmed travel corridors will be suspended in Wales to help prevent new mutated strains of coronavirus entering the UK. Travel corridors will be suspended from today until at least February 18th and possibly longer as all four nations of the UK act together. The changes will mean most people travelling abroad will need to complete a pre-departure test and quarantine for 10 days on their return home to Wales. There will also be tightening of the list of people who are exempt from these requirements. The First Minister said, Unfortunately, we have seen some worrying new strains of coronavirus appear around the world and need to take extra steps to protect people in Wales and the rest of the UK from these new forms of the virus. Suspending travel corridors means that most people who are travelling overseas will now have to complete a pre-departure test and quarantine when they return to Wales to make sure they are not bringing coronavirus home with them. I'm Charlie James and you're up to date on Pure Follow West Radio. Follow Pure West Radio on Twitter at Pure West Radio.
Mission Prime if you wanna get something. No Valentine, but my heart be pumping. Radio. I'm Ben Stone and welcome to Pure West Sport and a really busy show coming up for you between now and nine o'clock with G&G Builders, Bill Kahn, Fraser Watson and Gordon Thomas with me coming up in the first hour of the show where we are heading all the way to Australia to hear from a Pembrokeshire cricketer who's playing out in Australia. We're also meeting Haverford West County's chief physio And then after eight o'clock, we're live on the Facebook page and we're going to be joined by retired Detective Chief Superintendent Steve Wilkins, the man who led Operation Ottawa that, of course, has come to prominence after ITV aired the Pembrokeshire murders last week. Steve will be joining us live after eight o'clock and he'll be talking about that, but also talking about his huge links to sport in Pembrokeshire. It's going to be a busy show. It's right here for a Monday evening on Pure West Radio.
Well, once again, a very good evening and welcome to the show. Monday evening, it's Pure West Sport. I'm Ben Stone and to help me kick things off this evening, Bill Kahn is with us. We have got a very special guest joining us after eight o'clock. Of course, last week, ITV broadcast the Pembrokeshire Murders. And this evening on the show, we're going to be joined by now retired Detective Chief Superintendent Steve Wilkins, the man who led Operation Ottawa. We'll be talking to him about that, but also about his links with Pembrokeshire Sports. And Bill, you've just written a piece about him for PembrokeshireSport.co.uk. He's got some real links with the county and with playing for various cricket, rugby and football teams here. Well, his family bought the old Caledonia pub in Pembroke Dock up on the top of the square there. Uh, in Bethany, and uh, Steve joined us at Pembroke Dock. I only played there for a season and a half, but he came there and asked could he have a game. He had fairly, like what they call a mullet, I suppose, a young fella like that. Bags of confidence, great fun to have in the team. He lifted the spirit sometimes with comments from a young shaver, really, when there were a lot of old-timers in that team. They'd look at him in astonishment. But he's a good guy. He's a very nice-hearted guy. He'd help anybody. And I would never have twigged him as being a policeman. I think you see in the article that I wrote on my website, Pembrokeshire Sport, how he got to be a policeman. It was in, in circumstances, I think, which just sum up Steve. He's a character, but a very decent bloke. And I think, if nothing else, that uh, wonderful series of programmes, Pembrokeshire Murders, showed Luke Evans managed to show that Steve was a gentleman who thought of it not only as um, team but of the victims as well and the families of the victims so have you batted with him bill can you remember batted, batting at the yeah. same time odd times but he you know he'd come in the side he wasn't a, a sort of a regular first team and then he was good in the field and uh he always had a, a word to say i played against him then when he played for uh Criselli, and he did, he wasn't a first team regular there he played for the seconds and captain the thirds at one stage and he played in the side there that was full of old-timers, old characters, like Tenex, Steve Davis, all those, Richard Arthur, who's known as Dick the Dog, now chairman of the club. And and he was a useful cricketer. He was, what he, t- he described to me as football as being an agricultural midfielder. Uh, rugby was probably his best game. He came here and straight away slotted into Pembroke Dock Quinn's youth team and then got picked for the county. And I think I told you before, and I think you know anyway, his half-back partner in the county youth team was none other than Peter Morgan, our own British Lion, who's exactly. been on the show. Yeah, no, absolutely and, right. And uh, Steve played in in regularly for those. Of course, once he started um, getting getting promoted with the um, the police, after he went back to Nantwich, came back here then on promotion, played for a job down here and got it in Tenby. And he joined uh, Criselli then, which was nice for him, because he could play at a, a level which allowed him to relax after mm. working so hard. You know? Well, it's going to be good. Uh, Steve will be with us after eight o'clock, live on the Facebook page. So looking forward to that. In the meantime, a, f- a few bits to go through in this first part of the show as well. Uh, we're going to be hearing from the man who keeps Haverford West players healthy, Haverford West Football Club, that is. Uh, that's Ben Ventura, who's the head physio. Uh, you managed to speak to him just before the, the league was shut down. Down, of course, because of the COVID-19 restrictions, Bill. But it's a nice interview coming up in, in the next 15 minutes or so. Yes, he's a very good guy. Very, very conscientious. The players all think the world of him, which is important, isn't it? They trust him. Mm. You know, he's a character, but he knows his stuff. And that's what you've got to have. And he? he loves his football. He's played a bit for uh, Lorraine. So uh, he knows his football. It's good. 
Excellent. Looking forward to that. We're going down under as well with Fraser Watson. He's been talking to a, a Pembrokeshire cricketer now playing his trade in Australia. James yes, Steeles. Yes, I mean, James went over there to play cricket. He's a young fella. It's nice. He can do it from Lamphy. Uh, his dad, Andrew, is a useful cricketer as well and a very good fisherman. And James went over there and got caught up in the lockdown. Of course, he couldn't uh, come back at yeah. one stage. Uh, so he carried on out there and he's playing. I'm not sure, but I think he's playing in the same team as uh, another wonderful cricketer um, who played in Pembrokeshire uh, for a long time, in David Lovell, who's the most... One of the most talented cricketers I've ever seen. He could bat left-handed as well as right-handed and did some things. Excellent. That's really good. And it's interesting. Fairly to Jamie. Yeah, the show's going worldwide today. So we've got that interview to come as well. We won't yeah. talk about the football you watched yesterday afternoon. Liverpool nil, Manchester United nil. We might have to uh, wind Gordon Thomas up a bit about that later, though. Because that was well, a dire game, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm a Liverpool fan. He's Manchester United. He'll Oof. say that's a point one and they could have won the three. And he's right. But where's Liverpool's spark on? Where's their front three runners? Man, Mane is still battling a bit. Poor old Salah, who I've rated so highly. Every time he gets the ball, I think, oh, that's the ball gone. And he loses it all the time. Out of and, form. And they're, they're poor. It's no spark there. No, exactly. We'll talk a bit about that later, I think. That's all to come. It's going to be a busy show. It's live on Facebook after eight, but plenty to come in this first hour. Bill, thank you very much indeed for now. It's Monday evening and this is Pure West Sports. Do you need a cash loan? Loans at home could help. We offer loans of between £100 and £600 and have over 60 years of experience of helping people in the Pembrokeshire area and beyond. Go online at loansathome.co.uk to get a decision in principle now. Compare the price of home collected and other cash loans available in your area at www.lenderscompare.org.uk. Representative 466.4% APR. Loan subject to affordability. Over 5 million homes are at risk of flooding, yet many people don't realise they're in danger. Even if you've never been flooded before, it can happen to you. Protect your family and home. Prepare, act, survive. Prepare a bag including medicines and insurance documents. Act by moving important items upstairs or as high as possible. Survive by listening to emergency services. Search what to do in a flood and sign up to flood warnings on gov.uk. <laughs> Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream. This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire.
good for Monday night. It's Aha and Take On Me here on Pure West Radio. I'm Ben Stone, Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Thank you to Bill Khan. We'll be hearing Bill's interview with the head physio at Haverford West County, Ben Ventura, coming up very, very soon. And Bill, back with us after eight. We are live on the Facebook page and we're joined by our special guest this evening, retired Detective Chief Superintendent Steve Wilkins, the man who led Operation Ottawa, of course, that was featured by ITV in the Pembrokeshire murders that was broadcast last week. And he's got some real links to sport in Pembrokeshire, as we will be finding out after eight o'clock on this evening's show. Gordon Thomas back with us as well after eight. And right now I'm joined by Fraser Watson to have a chat about all things sport. Fraser, good evening. How are you? Not too bad, Ben. A bit sleepy. Um, the uh, test match is in Gaul and Brisbane have been an inconvenient time zones for me, but we got through the weekend and, and England got through this morning as well. Yes, indeed. I saw you tweeting about the, the cricket and it, it did get a bit nervous yesterday morning uh, when I woke up and, and stuck it on, but it was a decent win in the end by seven wickets in Sri Lanka. And I actually, I think England do, do take some credit from this because Sri Lanka is not an easy place to go and win a test match. No, I think in the way it worked out in the end, they would have been pleased, Ben. And Sri Lanka capitulated on that first morning, which ultimately cost them the Test match. And after two days, it looked like a breeze for England, didn't they? Joe Root's innings seemingly set up a big lead. And, and from day three onwards, you know, and that can happen in the subcontinent, they stalled. You know, the, the English tail unfortunately collapsed. We've seen that so often in the past. And then, and then Sri Lanka fought back and England had to use real patience and go through long spells and, and eventually came through this morning. But you were right about last night. It was at one of those phases of play where the spinners were on for Sri Lanka. Every ball looked like a hand grenade. And uh, I think it was at 14 for three. Johnny Bairstow should have been run out and had he been, and had the light not intervened last night, mm. we could have had a very edgy extra half hour to an hour or so. But when they came back this morning, it was a lot calmer, obviously. And um, just good to see Dan Lawrence on debut as well, mm. be there at the end. That would have done him a lot of good. And, and Bairstow, after being responsible for the run out of Joe Root, steadied the ship this morning. So they've got through it and they've got another test to go now, but they'll, they'll want another positive result because they've got a massive 12 months ahead. Mm. They have, and and I think still some question marks over certain um, facets of the side, certainly around the spin bowling. I think England are undercooked at the moment. There's no doubt about it. I haven't played any test match cricket for a good few months now, Um, but the likes of Don Bess and and Jack Leach will need to keep working, um, especially with matches in India to come. Yeah, absolutely right. And you saw Don Bess, and you can't discredit a five-wicket horn of test matches, but three or four wickets are absolutely gifted to him by what we we spoke about that abysmal Sri Lankan bat performance on the first day. It was no, I don't mean to put a slight in him. It was one of the most mediocre five-wicket test match balls I've ever yeah. seen. Jack Leach in the second innings eventually came good. He was getting the ball in the right areas and he, he picked up a four-wicket haul, which he did deserve. But like you said, the test, there's going to be so much scrutiny when they play India, who currently are battling like heck out in Australia. You know, that, that concludes tomorrow morning. And that is with a severely depleted team. And we all know how difficult India and India is as well. But Chris Marker, a batsman as well now, Ben. You know, Dom, Dom Sibley opening, he's failed twice. Um, against spin you won't want to go into India with doubts in your mind over spin it's the one place you really don't the problem with the opener at the moment obviously the injury to, to Rory Byrne um, Zach Crawley being promoted he's failed twice in this mm-hmm. test so yeah there's issues to address in that second test if you take Joe Root's innings and, and maybe they knock it down Lawrence out of it in the first test there's plenty of areas of concern or certainly areas to build on still We're going to be talking cricket, actually, after eight o'clock. We'll be live on the Facebook page. We're going to be talking about maybe the the competitive spirit. Does it go too far? There's been plenty of sledging in the Australia-India series, Fraser. I'd be interested to get your views. So hold on to those for now. We'll we'll pick that up after eight o'clock. Not sure Bill Kahn would have been a sledger in his day. What what do you think? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I, I think Bill would have been more of the polite type. Gentleman of cricket. Plenty of sledging on this show from Bill, let me, let me tell you. We'll, yes, you we'll, we'll pick that up after eight o'clock. Uh, looking to football now, though, and Swansea cemented second place in the Championship, didn't they, um, on Saturday with a really good win at Barnsley. They weren't at their best, but in this league, if you can go away from home and win a game 2-0, somewhere like Barnsley, you stay second. Steve Cooper will be really pleased with that. Yeah, you know, Ben, I, I thought it was almost one of the most impressive win in recent months. And to put that into context, I'm not talking the performance levels. You know, we, we've spoken about the championship so often, and especially this season, the fluctuating nature of it and how difficult it is. But it's not eye-catching performances and raising your levels in, in a South Wales derby in Cardiff or even at home to Brentford, which is coming this Wednesday. Those aren't the sort of games or the sorts of displays which get you promoted in the Championship. It's consistency of results. And to achieve consistency in results, you have to adapt. We said this before, and Swansea are suddenly looking like a side now who can adapt and can dig it out. I thought they were poor for 45 minutes at Oakwell. They, they didn't get any rhythm going. They were under the cosh for much of it. And yet they dug in. It might have been scrappy, and they went into half-time with a 1-0 lead. Jamal Lowe in the second half is looking increasingly like a guy who isn't going to miss. When he threw him one and one, he put them 2 0 up. And again, pressure came and, and they resisted it. And they're looking a very solid outfit at the back now. You know, um, Ben Kabangu, Mark UA, it was Kyle Norton's turn to play in the, in the central three this Saturday. Looking solid. Connor Roberts looking better all the time. And Freddie Woman in gold is, is almost looking mm. indispensable as well. And, and it's about being able to win in the championship when you're not playing well. Um, I know it's a cliche, but it's such a level of that league. You know, have a great win on a Saturday and then you're brought back down to earth on Tuesday. And Steve Cooper will be aware of that. They got flapping away on Tuesday. It's another difficult fixture. And you do have to scrap as well as perform. And Swansea are now looking like a team who can scrap. All right, Fraser, uh, plenty more to come. We're going to hear your interview with a, a Pembrokeshire cricketer based down under uh, very soon. We're going worldwide in the first hour of the show. Yeah, a bit more about cricket sledging in Australia on that one as well. Yeah, looking forward to hearing that and we'll be picking up more on the, on the cricket after eight o'clock as well. Fraser, thank you very much for now. I don't want to be the girl who laughs the loudest Or the girl who never wants to be alone I don't want to be that girl at four o'clock in the morning Cause I'm the only one you know in the world that won't be home
Pink and Sober on Pure West Radio for Monday evening and a very good evening. I'm Ben Stone. Really good to be with you again for Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Now, right now, Haverford West County's Cymru Premier League season is on hold as football takes a break as we continue to fight against the coronavirus. We hope the Bluebirds will be back in action as soon as it's safe to do so. And before the games were paused, Bill Kahn caught up with the man responsible for making sure the Bluebirds players stay fit and healthy. One of the people I've always wanted to have a chat to in Haverford West County at the Bridge Meadows Stadium is Ben Ventura because he's one of the vital people here, the unsung heroes in a way that, that are beetling away in the background. Ben, tell us what your job is with Haverford West County. Hi, Bill. So my main job, I'm the head therapist and my main job is to keep the boys uh, fit and healthy. Uh, you know, going through injuries and through the season is a long season, especially this level. It's more demanding on the physicality. Yeah. Uh, so my main job is to make sure that the boys are nice and healthy healthy to uh to, to do their you know play their football i can tell you off the record they speak very highly of you how did you get into this job so i played my foot football myself uh, locally you know not never at this level um i've been playing football in clubs like such as Lorraine. i've played there for 12 years and had my own injuries and i start looking into it and and starting to, i was looking in a way to stay in the game stay in sport and sports therapy was something that popped out and uh, i looked into it and um there we are, you know. Here you are. There we are, yeah. Three, three seasons now with Haverford for the West, and obviously this season at a higher level. Um, and I'm, I'm enjoying every minute. I mean, you know, it's a huge responsibility because someone goes down injured, you've got to tend to them, and you never know quite what that injury is going to be. How do you cope with that sort of knowledge? So that's another part, obviously, another part of my job, which is yeah. uh, I'm, a, you know, the first day there or, or off the boys as well. That's it takes a lot of responsibility. Obviously, I've I've uh, done some course, I've trained with some highly standard companies. Uh, uh, Lubus Medical. I've done my trauma uh, injuries and t- trauma management courses. That they train, you know, all the physios at, you know, the English Premier League standard and 
people like you know Cirque Soleil and and other companies and oh, um, yes. but that's a different part of, of my obviously of my job uh, which takes you know a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. so what sort of time schedule you've got with this what what is your role in the week because it's not just being here on a Saturday or uh, whatever a game is but you've got it you deal with players in the meanwhile all the week I suppose yeah so you know at the moment we just to give you an example I'm uh, dealing with Wojciech our the uh, goalkeeper the goalkeeper yeah. yes our Polish goalkeeper and uh, he's been injured uh, with an ankle injured now for um, the best part of five weeks and I see him two three times a week you know training sessions when I can also help with you know Dave Dave's doing a great job um, you know helping me that's um, Dave Legrace that's then, correct yeah. yeah so he's doing a great job sort of um, helping me yes and I I um, do see I, I work in Camarden Camarden Foot and Ankle Clinic uh, and I see a lot of the boys uh, in a regular basis over there when they have injuries in between sessions because sometimes like I said they need to see me two or three times a week yeah, because fair to say this isn't a full time job for you this is something you do on top of very important work that you do would you like to tell us a bit about that so yeah so I work as a sports therapist in Camarden four days a week in Camarden Foot and Ankle Clinic where I deal with you know not just sports injuries Anything from hip replacement rehab. Really? Yeah, so anything really that they have to, you know, anyone that needs help with soft tissue. Uh, I also work in in Haverford West on the CrossFit gym. I'm there once a week just to try to um, obviously make my stamp around the Haverford West area because, you know, it's somewhere that I've really enjoyed working with the club. Uh, so that's why I decided to work in the gym over there as well. Yeah, you sprung something on me tonight because you say you played football for one of my favourite cricket teams. That's Lorraine. How did you get roped in there? Because it's a bit out in the wilds, isn't it? So I was playing at the time. I was playing for Kilgetty and uh, not enjoying my football. Do you know? Just had children and started mm. a family. And I was playing on a Monday night with a few lads: uh, Sam Davis, Joe Kidney, oh, on a yeah. five-a-side league. And I just got invited to go for a training session and. Well, that's 12, 13 years ago. That's uh, uh, quite amazing. So you're here t- today with Hanford West County, and uh, have you been to most of the games this year? Yes, every game. Oh, I've been, well I've been with uh, every single game, um, home and away. And uh, I'm really enjoying, you know, the, the away trips are very good. You know, they, they yeah. bring the squad together. We've stayed away uh, overnight in yes. uh, Flint. And, you know, things like that bring bring the, the, the squad together, you know, management team and uh, obviously the um, the squad of players. And, mm, you know, I'm a, at times I'm a bridge between the, the two, the, the, the management and mm, um, the, the well, players. Listen, you're a breath of fresh air here. I know the boys think you're the bee's knees, so you can't be doing a bad job. So, Ben, thanks very much for talking to us. Thank you, Bill. Pure West Radio's Bill Kahn talking there to Ben Ventura, who is the head physio at Haverford West County. We are big supporters of the Bluebirds, of course, here at Pure West Radio, and we'll be hoping to see Haverford West County back in action sooner rather than later. As soon as it's safe to do so, we'll be able to bring you all the latest news from the Bridge Meadow, of course. It's Monday evening, and this is Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. Find out more on their website at pembrokeshirebuilders.co.uk. Ladies and gentlemen... Please welcome to Pembrokeshire Vision Arts Wales, a brand new creative hub in Haverford West. Playing host to a youth and amateur theatre company, a show-stopping choir and a multitude of masterclasses from Broadway and West End talent. Calling all actors, singers, dancers and those who want to bring the West End to Wales. Vision Arts has the spotlight and the curtain is about to rise. Ready to take centre stage? Visit visionartswales.com.
How are you, Bob? Have you heard the news? Good, thanks, Chris. What's that? We're one of the finalists for Butcher Shop of the Year. Oh, congratulations to you and the team, Chris. Wow, what's that smell? That's our homemade freshly cooked pies and pasties that we now serve daily in the shop. Looks and smells great. I'll have a steak and Guinness pie and the usual, please. Prendergast Butchers, Haverford West. Master Butchers, providing the finest quality meats to Pembrokeshire for 70 years. We're open for orders, either in the shop or on our website, prendergastbutchers.co.uk. If you can't get to us, no problem. We're offering a delivery service. Give us a call on 01437 763 387. Folly Farm just keeps on growing. A new play area here, a new animal there. So what's new for this year? You can see two-toed sloths, Tuppy and Lightcap, in the newly refurbished exhibit Tropical Trails. Little ones with energy to burn? <laughs> then check out Wallaby Ranch Play Area. Worked up an appetite? Then a visit to the brand new sit-down, table-serviced, themed restaurant The Hungry Farmer is a must. Zoo, farm, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. Happy New Year! Sometimes and you can get discouraged When it seems as though our working lives Are giving us a part Put your trust in me Baby, don't you worry And it won't be long now So we must be strong There was times I knew I let you down so badly I never knew then what losing your love would
Kenny Thomas on Pure West Radio and thinking about your love. It's Pure West Sport with G&G Builders. I'm Ben Stone. Really good to have your company. We're live on the Facebook page for the second half between eight and nine o'clock. You can get involved, of course. Hashtag Pure West Sport. Leave your comments on the Facebook page and you can have a look back as well on some of the interviews we've done over the last few weeks, including the special show we did in between the, the Christmas and New Year break where we had six different guests all connected with sport in Pembrokeshire including the Haverford West County Manager, Wayne Jones. That video remains on the Facebook page. We spoke to badminton star Jordan Hart as well from Pembroke Dock very recently. That video's on there as well and loads of great content. Just do a a search on Facebook for Pure West Radio to find that page. Uh, Just before we hear from a, a really good interview that Fraser's done for us this week, a quick look at what happened in the Premier League matches that were played over the weekend. Plenty of goals. It kicked off with the lunchtime game between Wolves and West Brom. Wolves 2, West Brom 3 was the final score in that one. Leeds 0, Brighton 1, West Ham 1, Burnley 0, Fulham 0, Chelsea 1 and Leicester City 2, Southampton 0 were the Saturday results. Yesterday, Sheffield United 1, Tottenham 3. We mentioned with Fraser that Joe Roden starred for Tottenham in that game. Liverpool 0, Manchester United 0. Maybe the least said about that one, the better. We'll pick that one up with Bill and Gordon after 8. Man City 4, Crystal Palace 0. I thought City looked excellent in that win yesterday. And tonight, the game week comes to an end with Arsenal taking on Newcastle United. That's an eight o'clock kickoff. Let's turn our attention back now to cricket. And Fraser Watson is taking the show worldwide. So while local sport has stalled here in Pembrokeshire, we've now got a bit of trepidation of whether the cricket season will start on time. One of our local players is in full swing. I'm joined now from afar and late at night, so fair play to him, by James Skeels, who is a former player of cricket for Lamphy and Lorenny and is currently over at Hall's Head in Perth. James, firstly, tell us about how your season's going over there. Hi, friends, how's it going? Um, yeah, not too bad. Started this year. Well, I started off as a B-grade skipper. So I was pretty pleased to be asked to do that. We had uh, we had a reasonably good start. We had three wins, three wins on the trot, and then due to um, boys working up north, uh, fly in, fly out jobs, a few lads can uh, can play and other commitments. So we went off the off the wayside a bit. Second half of the season, we're not doing too bad. Myself personally, I've I've had oh, a few, few knocks, few forties, just. Haven't been able to get past the fifty mark really. So, well, going back to the start of your time there now, James. I know obviously you headed over there in October two thousand and nineteen, if I remember rightly. Was this? Did you ever have the intention of staying out there this long? Has the pandemic changed things? Yeah, you could say so. Me and my girlfriend, we initially started um, planning to come over for a year and just do a season and see what, what the goal was after that, really. But then obviously COVID hit, and we were like, oh. But panic stations really were like, what should we do now? But um, we were both lucky enough to be working full time. We were both um, in the mining industry, so they were constantly working. They, they were well, classes essential, really. So we were pretty lucky with that. And the um, the club president we were staying with at the time, Ash Wyborn, he was uh, really really helpful and let us stay with him for the duration. That's good to hear. And, and back to the cricket side of things, tell us about the main differences between playing over there and playing locally in Pembrokeshire. Is it tougher for a start? The weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> weather, yeah. Nah, it's, um, it's sort of intense-ish. 
because you've got 11 screaming Aussies wanting to be as competitive as you and it, it's it's yeah. What format? It's quite a lot different. What format are you playing? Are you playing a one-day format or? Yeah, A grade and B grade play uh, 50 overs. That's I drop and change between the two at the minute, and then D grade down to F grade they play 45 overs. But that, that's all um, all with the red ball as well. Sure. I mean, you, you made a joke about the weather there, but I manage. I imagine that is quite relevant, isn't it? You have less games called off, and and the pitches is it a harder bounce here, obviously, because the more exposure to sun. Yes, it's quite surprising. My first first game last year, I just went in with a bit of an open mind, thinking, "Oh, hearsay about Australian pitches being hard and whatnot." And yeah, <laughs> the rumor was true; they were very hard. You, you never minded a hook shot, mate, mine, did you? Nah, I'll try to anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tell us about someone else, obviously at the club, who's well known in Pembrokeshire. Is Dave Lovell uh, left quite a mark on this county? How's our old friend over there doing? Yeah, he's he's really good. Great man, he is. Still playing he's, regularly? Um, yeah, he's, he's come back this year. He's had uh, gastric surgery, so he's fit and healthy now. Ready and rearing. He's playing quite a few sports, to be fair, so he's he's up and running. What do you recommend the move you've made, James? You know, I know it doesn't happen so often now from Pembroke, and it's a great shame because there are opportunities out there for, for young players right, who, who live within our county. If they have the chance to go abroad and experience a different type of cricket, a different culture, a different club setup, would you recommend that? Based on oh God, based yeah. on what you've experienced, hundred percent. Literally, like we initially thought, oh, it was going to be a bit of a holiday, but it's by far the best best move I've ever done. I've made so many contacts, so many friends from different areas and stuff like that. It's and it's helped my cricket massively as well. That's great. Fraser Watson talking to cricketer James Skeels, and we will hear part two of that interview after Christina Aguilera on Pure West Radio. <laughs>
West Radio for a Monday evening with Christina Aguilera. I'm Ben Stone. This is Pure West Sport. And let's hear a bit more now from Fraser Watson's interview with Pembrokeshire cricketer James Skeels, talking to Fraser about his life playing cricket right now in Australia. Just to touch on something a bit more national over there, obviously we're watching cricket over here. We've currently got the England-Sri Lanka series on Sky, but in terms of local games and local football and rugby, we can't attend them. Now, I know that's not quite the same in Australia. There's at least restricted attendances in there as the situation seems a lot better with COVID-19 than it is here in the UK. The Australia-India series obviously been quite gripping. Um, how did that go down nationally, the, the last test? Obviously, tremendous rearguard action from India, but it provoked a bit of reaction, didn't it? The, the antics of maybe Tim Payne, obviously Steve Smith again. Um, he has been defended by Justin Langer. The culture of Australian cricket is something that's been widely discussed in the last couple of years. I'm intrigued how the media covered that test over there. Was there a sense that Payne and Smith, was there a sense that Payne and Smith were in the wrong, or was it being maybe being blown out of proportion because of what's gone before? I was just going to say that all the Australian fans have their back, so they can't really do anything wrong. To be fair, right? We had we had this argument at the club. We had this argument at the club tonight, to be fair, after training, because yeah. there's quite a few um, UK lads play. Yeah. So we were just winding the boys up, saying, oh, Steve, you're supposed to cheat this and that. So <laughs> that raised a few eyebrows, which is quite And um, yourself, recreationally, obviously, yeah. there's the big bash show going on. I know you have another test match in this series over in Perth. Have you been able, you been able to watch anything yourself? Uh, yeah, we went to the Optus the other week to watch um, Scorchers and the Renegades. Scorchers are pretty good at home. They've, well, they've had a good run of form. I think it was, they won the last five games on the trot. So I think um, uh, towards the last uh, half of their uh, tournament, they'll be pretty hard to beat. Excellent. And final question for you, James. It's a bit surreal for you and your partner over there. You're, you're over in Australia. Obviously, a lot of things have transpired since you made the move. And you're looking back in the UK and, and you're, you're probably hearing the stories. I've got no doubt you're in touch with your family and your friends in, in Lorraine and obviously your friends in Lamphy as well. And it, it's almost surreal hearing what's going on over here. I know you've had the situation over there as well, but by comparison, you're now in a, a lot better state than we are. Yeah, it's it's tough, really. It's being from a little village in Lamphy. Yeah. Like, not many people tend to leave the village, and if they have to, then it's yeah. only just to go to the shop, whatever. So, but now I think they they're doing pretty well considering what's been thrown at them. To be fair, a few of my mates have either caught COVID or yeah. still trying to sway out the way of it, but everyone seems to be pretty mind strong. Well, for context, our cricket season is due to start on, I think, April 24th or 25th, and we're still not sure if we're going to make it. That's that's the severity of the situation yeah. over here. So my, my advice to you, mate, is don't rush home. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pop back for an occasional holiday or something. No problem. Well, it's great for you, James, and we appreciate you staying up so late in Australian time. I'll let you go to bed now because you've got work in the morning, but um, we'll keep us updated on your progress and maybe we'll have you on on the, uh, the live link sometime now that I've taught you how to use Zoom, eh? Yeah, no problem at all, mate. Pure West Sports, Fraser Watson talking cricket with James Skeels. The second half is on the way. I'll give you some more details after we've played The Lighthouse Family and Lifted. We've got a very special guest joining us very soon on the show.
Pure West Radio, that's the Lighthouse family and Lifted. I'm Ben Stone. Welcome to Pure West Sports. On the way, after eight, we're live for the second half on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. Our special guest is retired Detective Chief Superintendent Steve Wilkins, the man who led Operation Ottawa that was the subject of the Pembrokeshire murders that was broadcast by ITV last week. Steve will be, of course, talking to us about that remarkable investigation, but also his links with sport here in the county because he certainly left his mark on the world of Pembrokeshire sport, playing alongside future British Lion Peter Morgan in the Pembrokeshire youth rugby side. Steve also played 
football for St Florence and cricket for Pembroke Dock and Cresselli. He is with us live on the show after 8 o'clock this evening. We want your input as well. You can leave your comments for us on the Facebook page. Use the hashtag PureWestSport when we speak with Steve. Other subjects we're going to be touching on, well, cricket has dominated this weekend with England winning in Sri Lanka. We also heard from James Skeels from Australia, of course, talking to Fraser Watson. And the India-Australia series has actually seen sledging return to the forefront. Is it going too far? We'll ask Bill Gordon and Fraser about their thoughts on that. Should sledging in cricket now be punished more severely? I think probably has gone over the line in that Australia-India series. So we'll be having a chat about that. And we'll round off the second half by having a look at sporting TV programmes. What are some of the best sporting documentaries that have ever been broadcast? We'll be covering all of that between eight and nine here on Pure West Sport. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Hi, I'm Charlie James and here's the latest.